When I was but a little child, and lived in the kingdom of my parents, and enjoyed the wealth and splendor of those who raised me, my parents decided to send me out on a journey away from our homeland in the east. They did not, however, send me forth without provisions. Far from the abundance of our treasury, they gathered a bundle for me. It contained gold, silver, chalcedony, and opal. In addition, they girded me with adamant, a metal so strong that it crushes iron. Great was the burden of these provisions, yet light they were also, so that I could bear them alone. My splendid robe of glory, which in their love they had made for me, they now removed from my shoulders, and also the purple mantle that was made to fit me perfectly. And they made an agreement with me, which they wrote on my heart, so that I might never forget it. It read as follows. If thou shouldst go down into Egypt, and bring the one pearl to us, which reposes in the middle of the sea, guarded by a roaring serpent, then upon thy return thou shalt resume thy robe of glory, and thy royal mantle. And together with thy brother, our viceroy, thou shalt be the heir of our kingdom. I left the east and accompanied by two royal envoys who were ordered to assist me since I was young and needed help on such a dangerous journey. I passed over several lands that lay between the east and the land of Egypt. As I arrived at the border of Egypt, my guardians took their leave from me. Having arrived in Egypt, I traveled to a place that was near to the sea where I knew that the serpent lived. I established myself in an inn, there to await the time when the serpent should sleep so that I might take the pearl from him. I was a stranger to the others who dwelt in the inn. Still, I met a person there who was of my own kind, fair and familiar, and a descendant of royalty. I received a warning from him to guard myself against the Egyptians, for they were unclean. I thus disguised myself, wearing the garb of the Egyptians, so that they might not discover that I was an outsider, intent on taking the pearl, and that they might not therefore arouse the serpent against me. Nevertheless, they soon recognized that I was not their compatriot. They feigned friendship for me and persuaded me to drink of the drink they mixed for me and of the food they prepared for me. To have thus yielded to the blandishments of the Egyptians became a great calamity for me. I fell into a swoon of forgetfulness and I no longer knew that I was the child of a king and I served their king instead. I forgot all about the pearl for which my parents had sent me. 
My parents in their kingdom were aware of what had befallen me, and they grieved for me. They issued a proclamation and summoned all the great ones of their kingdom for a meeting, at which a plan was devised not to allow me to languish in Egypt. They wrote a letter to me, and each of the great ones signed it. From thy father, the king of kings, and from thy mother, the ruler of the east, and from thy brother, our viceroy, to thee, our child in Egypt, greeting. Awake and arise out of thy deep sleep, and be alert to the message of our letter. Remember who thou art, the offspring of a king, and see whom thou hast served in dark bondage. Remember also the pearl for whose sake thou hast journeyed into Egypt. Remember thy robe of glory and thy splendid mantle, so that the time may come when these may rest again upon thy shoulders and arrayed in them. Thy name may be read in the book of the heroes, and thou shalt become with thy brother our viceroy, heir in our realm. This letter was a magic messenger unto me. My father had so sealed it that it would be protected against the dreadful denizens of the regions that it would have to traverse before arriving in my habitation. The letter rose up in the shape of an eagle, the king of all birds, and it flew until it arrived beside me where I heard its speech. Upon hearing the message, I awoke from my sleep and arose, took the letter, kissed it, broke its seal, and read its contents. The letter read like the words inscribed once upon my heart. I remembered everything. I knew that I was the offspring of kings, and that my soul, born to freedom, was desirous of being with its own kind. I also remembered the pearl which I had come to Egypt to fetch. Thus I proceeded to enchant the roaring serpent by singing over it in the name of my father, my brother, and my mother, the ruler of the East. I then seized the pearl and turned about to go to my parents. I cast off the impure garment of the dwellers in this land and I directed my way so as to go toward the light of our homeland, the East. As I proceeded on my way, I was guided by the letter that had awakened me. And as it once aroused me with its voice, so it now guided me with its light, which shone before me. Its voice encouraged me against my fear, while its love drew me on. So I went forth and passed through the regions and the cities that lie between the land of Egypt and my homeland, the kingdom of the East. Then the treasurers sent by my parents, who for their faithfulness were entrusted with it, brought to me my splendid robe that I had taken off and also my royal mantle. Indeed, I no longer remembered its magnificence, 
for it was long ago that I had relinquished it in my father's house. But all of a sudden, when I saw it over against me, the splendid robe of glory looked more and more like my own reflection. I saw it as if it were my own self, and the distinction between it and myself melted away, so that we were two in differentiation, but one in single union. Even the two treasurers who brought my robe to me appeared as a single person, impressed with the one seal of my father's majesty. I thus came to observe further the robe in its splendor. It was adorned in glorious colors, upon it were gold and many diverse jewels, and its seams were fastened with adamant. The image of the King of Kings was depicted all over the robe, and I saw move over it the rippling movements of the Holy Gnosis. I also perceived that the robe was about to speak to me, and the sound of great hymns resounded in my ears as it fell down on me. I am the one that acted in the actions of the one for whom I was brought up in my father's house and I perceived in myself how my stature grew in accordance with his works. And the robe poured itself entirely down upon me with regal movements, and it leaped out of the hands of those who held it, so that it might come down to rest upon me. And I loved it so greatly that I ran towards it to receive it. I reached up toward it and enveloped myself in its glorious colors, having clad myself entirely in this royal robe of glory. Clothed in my robe, I now ascended to the gate of salutation and adoration. I bowed my head and adored the splendor of my father who had sent the robe to me whose commands I had fulfilled, and who had done with me as he promised. And at the gates of his nobles I met the great ones of the kingdom, and my parents were jubilant as they received me, for now at last I was with them in their kingdom. And with a mighty voice of music did all their servants praise me, and they exclaimed that they had promised that I should journey to the court of the King of Kings, so that having brought the pearl, I might appear together with him.